The following podcast is fictitious. No supervillains, evil alien warlords, ancient demonic gods, time-traveling schemers, warped artificial intelligences, or very animated megalomaniacs were harmed in the making of this podcast. Attention. Attention. Whatever you do, do not change the channel. Do not click away. Do not turn off your phone or computer or listening device. We are the Nine Tails Syndicate. We are now in control. Like the Kitsunes of legend, our tails wrap their way around the earth. We are everywhere. We are listening. For the next half hour, this encrypted broadcast is meant for you and a select chosen few. Ensure you are in a secure location before listening. Prepare to receive. one and all listening this is the voice of the dark fox leader of the nine tails syndicate you the select chosen few listening are receiving this transmission because we are seeking out those who may yet join us in our noble cause we have been watching all of you for some time and see potential in quite a few of you i'm certain most of you would fit right in with the rest of us here and yes the membership would include a significant financial gain or Whatever you so desire, we can make it happen. For those of you who have not heard of us, good. But to give you a brief resume, you may recall a recent report about a bizarre flash of light in a small village in Mexico disappearing overnight. Well, I can say with confidence that the village is still there, though I would strongly recommend watching where you step or drive and bring a magnifying glass. If you are human, alien, spirit, or an anthropomorphic creature such as myself, you are all welcome to apply within. Tonight, through this first broadcast, I will explain our thorough yet simple recruiting process so you may understand what awaits you if you choose to answer this call. Every week, you can expect a new broadcast from us at this time on this same day. I will select two of you to join me on this channel at that time. I will interview you both. Be advised, we only have room for one edition, so impress me and you're in. Leave me wanting more and, well, as they say, dead men tell no tales. Joining me tonight are the first candidates for our first new position. Uh, Glendrick the Glorious, I believe your name was. Yes, that's correct. Good evening, Fox of the Dark Variety. And... Uh, I believe you called yourself the Slush Dog. Uh, yeah, you said it right. I beg my, uh, my pardon here, Slush Dog, but um, you look familiar to me. Have we met before? I did. I'm going to be honest, man. I was hanging out behind a Burger King and I was looking for scraps to see if there was any leftovers they threw away. And then I like blinked and I was here. So I don't know how you would know me or why I'm here. I'm going to be honest. 
You seem nervous. I just, I'm just like, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm in this like little box room and I don't know what's, I just, I'm not really nervous. I'm just like, I think I'm still in shock. Hmm. I see. Welcome, both of you, to this unique occasion. Not everyone gets in this far with us here at the Ninetales Syndicate, so you should both be honored. Why, yes, indeed I am. I've heard rumblings through the mystical... Mirrors is a layman's term, but we shall call it that. And you see, my time has many things that would amaze you and terrify you. Well then, uh, Glendrick, was it? Yes, 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 Glendrick. The Glorious. Don't forget that last part. Ah, yes, of course. Glendrick the, uh, Glorious. Could you, uh, please tell me a little bit about yourself? I come from a land that some of you may recognize in the folk tales that was quite popularized in the, uh, uh, this weird box thing. I've seen it in my travels at some point, uh, tripped over a wardrobe, and I ended up in somebody's what looks to have been an abode, and they were all very confused. My bright blue robes are often quite startling, especially to the ladies, but never mind. And uh, on there, I swear that I saw some of these knights pesky little creatures, you see, that were riding what looked to have been horses. I, I'm not sure. That was very odd. And they were very animated, very colorful, shall we say. Luckily, I still had the cupboard behind me, so stepping back in and leaving that poor family, well, missing a day or so when they tried to recover. Glendrick the Glorious is a man of mystery, of wizardry, and of course, very old. So you may have to excuse me if every now and then I have to rearrange my hip. It plays up every now and then, you see. Ah, yes, the joys of aging. But yes, that is who I am. What I do, well, this organization piqued my interest mainly because you want to give me more. And I always want more. More power, more control, more minions. Yes, don't leave more minions, I'm short of that. Intriguing. A sorcerer accidentally transported through time to the modern era, complete with an extensive knowledge of the dark arts. Now, what are we... <sighs> Excuse me, I have to take this. What? Ah, more commandos storming one of our bases, I take it? Well, hold the fort, Bobby. I'll deal with it shortly. My apologies. Now, what sort of minions do you have right now that you could uh, add to our ranks if you were to be brought on? Eh, they are somewhat cobbled together, one might say. There's a bit of Frank, there's a bit of Jamie, there's certainly a lot of George to go around. Don't get me started about Margaret. She gets around everywhere, and I'm not talking about the Lady of the Night variety. I heard that, you crooked nose knee! Let's have enough of that, thank you. But that's not to say that they're incapable. 
my my, of course, the king's guard decided they tried to uh, apprehend me. They soon became parts of an equation that we shall simply call unlife. I haven't found a catchier term that puts quite the spill on the commoners that tend to come around my door. Last poor salesman didn't see it coming. Mm, yes, we could all do with less salesmen. Uh, one last question before we hand it over to Slush Dog over there. He does look terrified, doesn't he? Ah, yes, yes. Uh, Slush Dog, do you need a drink or something? I could summon Gorg and he could get you a drink. Is it an evil drink? <laughs> As if you have to ask. No, actually, this is a it's a it's a diet soda, I believe. Mm, do you have any slushies? He wants slushies. His name is Slushy. I I appreciate that. I like you. It'll be sad when you perish. I well, you know what? I'll be sad when I'm dead too. Gorg, could you please uh, retrieve a slush for slush? Thank you. Now then. On with the interview. Slush Dog, oh, actually first, uh, Glendrick, your origin, if you will. Tell us, how did you become the master sorcerer that you are now, the scourge of the medieval world? There was a, uh, a comet, you see, that foretold my coming. The only reason why it foretold my coming, apparently, according to my parents, was because it crash-landed in our somewhat, uh, how should you call quaint little plot of land that was on the uh, the Earl's estate there where they served and uh, they covered it up, you see. I found it when I was about three, when I was tending a field and uh, my, my shovel struck something and it made my arms tingle, not because of the force of which I'm in my prime was very formidable when it came to the physical strength, no. The force when I touched it was like nothing I'd ever felt before. It felt warm, but cold. It felt electrifying. If you don't know what that is, I, I would advise you, uh, don't stick your fingers in any kind of apparatus that I've seen around here. They look very dangerous, especially this thing I'm speaking into. What is this? Some kind of a tube? Anyway, um, the stone... I found I hid from my parents, and slowly and surely it withered away, but not without passing something to me. Every time I touched it, every time I gazed at it, it gave me visions, it gave me instructions, it gave me power. I became a man, and the king came to power. Now, this king was noble and just and everything all these other pompous assholes want, but I knew better. Let's just say his advisor was somebody I did not like. And by that point, I had had enough power infused into me by the, uh, the stone that I decided to take his role. Now, I'm a very good-looking man. He was an old crone. It was very difficult for me to pass as an old crone, because which young man wants to be an old crone? But with the power of this stone, I was able to take her place. And, well, Glendrick was born, you see. I wasn't happy with my original name. Sam. Who the hell calls their child Sam? 
Sam the Slow, they called me. Sam the Sloth. Sam the Sm... I won't repeat that one because I don't know quite who the old ways may be listening, but... Glendrick is not my name. My real name is Berid. And it's not Sam either. <laughs> I caught you, didn't I? <laughs> you amuse me, wizard. Now then, slush dog. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Ah, and here's Gorg with your drink. Thank you, Gorg. I mean, what exactly do you want to know? I mean, like most of my time, I'm working at a seaside radio station. Um, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't exactly, what, what year is it? Ah, you're from the future. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Uh, that, mmm. All right. You're in the year 2021, to be exact. Gotcha, gotcha. I just, you know, when it was a little bit of a shock to be like, you know, teleported to like a different place physically, but now that it's it's like that I'm also in a different year, um, that's a little bit, oh, wow. Um, well, I guess uh, in, the, in my time, um, for the most part, I just work at a radio station. I'm sorry, slush dog. Are you... Are you a villain? I've been... I, I can be... I've been known to... Yes. <laughs> really? And what sort of villainous things have you... have you done? Mm. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, there was this one time whenever... Like, you know how schools have, like, book fairs? Whenever you go and buy stuff, you know? Like, um... So, like, I wanted to buy this Pikachu eraser, right? And I think this was had to be in fifth grade. I was so mad. This dude, this kid, saved up enough gosh dang tickets to buy the last one. And, um, I, you know what? I gotta say, I wasn't a fan of that. I don't think, I wasn't all too pleased with what he did. So, uh, you know, being petty dog that I am, I thought, you know, what would be funny? So I stole some of my mom's laxatives and put it in his Capri Sun. I think that's pretty evil. Ah. Right. That's the most evil thing I've done currently. But what I'm working on is for the past five years, I have been putting subliminal messages into people's heads through my radio station. Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. I appreciate that. Tell me more about this subliminal message plan of yours. It's not airtight, um, but the idea is that, uh, you know, it's a waiting game. The idea currently is that you get people to listen to you through pretending that you are a very wholesome figure. Um, and uh, I don't know what I would use them for yet, but um, I feel like, you know, with youth being as impressionable as they are um, through means of just, you know, like convincing them that you're something that you're not, that they get to listening to you because you say pretty words that they like. And I don't know what that would be for to maybe, I don't know, like, I just am not a fan of whatever the politics are that are going on. And I just don't like hard, you know, politics whatsoever. I can just like do what I want with that. It's like I said, it's not airtight. It's a rough draft, but so far it's been working pretty well. So political upheaval and social upheaval through subliminal messaging to the youth of your time. I'm more of a modern lobbyist, yeah. Interesting. Well, it's hard to choose. I will be I will be honest with you both. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not always honest. 
I have to ask, uh, Glendrick, are there any arch enemies that we should be aware of that could follow you here? Um, time traveling knight, another wizard, uh, chosen hero with a really powerful sword. <sighs> Let's see. I took care of him. I, <laughs> I boiled them alive. Um, oh, I turned them into a rabbit. I need to feed them, actually. Um, let's see. Ah, there may be one. This poor little sprite was born into the, the world in the year of our Lord, 1682, with uh, something akin to a, a sign, shall we say. And, unfortunately, when you have lived as long as I have, you have found there are certain things in the universe that may want to catch up with you. But they can't interfere directly, no, that, that would be heinous. You see, I have summoned things, I have summoned demons from the deep, I have controlled entire forests to encircle castles to stifle them of sunlight. Talk about a long game, try seeing people die from madness through the lack of sunlight. Anyway, they have been born onto the world, and I am... I am struggling to get a grip on exactly what keeps them alive. They have avoided my poisons, they have avoided my assassins. They seem to bend reality to their will, and yet they are but a babe. If I am not careful, this one may be the undoing of my entire dynasty. Of which the dynasty is me. I have spread many rumors throughout the years where people believe that I am in more than one place. As if to say... As if to say... As if... Are you finished? I, well, I mean, normally that's like the sound that it makes whenever it's like finishing, but like, yeah, do you, I, why did you want some? What flare is it? Uh, do you know what Baja Blast is? Can we please get back on the topic at hand? Yes. As I said, I am aged, but not old. I have plans of which to deal with her. Again, your wonderful uh, idea of, uh, what did you call it, slash uh, subliminal message? It's a process of putting thoughts into somebody's head while they're not aware of it. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm going to make use of that. Don't you worry. <laughs> but other than that, everybody else is either dead, dying, or going to soon undie and become part of my legion. Slush Dog, do you have any pesky adversaries we should be aware of? The only person that I can think of is when I was getting my degree for this, uh, was like this person that um, I absolutely f***ed out of a spot in the master's program for our university to like go do this radio stuff. Um, I stole and plagiarized this paper and it got kicked out of the program, but also, like, I say stole, I mixed it in enough to, like, steal his ideas and, like, polished them a bit more and said that they were mine, and I, he, like, no, that's really all I can think about, but like I said, wholesome, so, like, I don't... I do. <sighs> One moment. What? always something. I'll take care of it. Now, back to the question at hand. 
No, maybe unless it's like the mentality of the people listening are just like you'd rather be the miserable bitch that's being talked about than the miserable bitch that's talking. If that makes sense, I don't know. I don't, I mean, like in modern times, there aren't really nemeses. Like there's, it's not like, like, you know, villainy. So no one has figured out what you're doing with your radio station. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely not. What I'm doing is called considered subterfuge. Ah, excellent. That makes it much easier. Well, I have to pick one of you to join our team. And the other one, unfortunately, cannot be allowed to leave. So, who's it going to be? The mighty wizard of old? Or the slush dog and his subterfuge? Tell me, wizard, when you got here, did you happen to look into any history books? As I came through the portal, there's a, a method I use when traveling. It usually spans roughly the course of the last, uh, I think you call them years. Uh, we call them ages, roughly about 150 years or so, where knowledge is passed into me from the, from the portal. It uh, leaves me with a bit of a splitting headache, which passes eventually, and as the need arises, knowledge is granted to me. Sometimes I may not know something for a while. And sometimes it comes to me instantly, depending on the situation. Why do you ask? That's all I wanted to know. Oh! Oh my god! Oh my god, that one went through his neck! Dude! That was metal! You know, he might have seen that coming if he had bothered to do some catch-up reading. History states that Glendrick the Glorious disappeared mysteriously. No one knows what happened to him. But we do, don't we? Hmm. I guess history was doomed to repeat itself. Or just follow the narrative. I don't, I don't know what this means, like, subconsciously, of me just, like, want, wanting him dead. Like, I just, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh my god, it wasn't like, like, I hate him or anything, but good lord. Now, was... Slush Dog, I imagine you wonder why you were picked over our, uh, <clears throat> recently deceased friend here. I'm gonna be honest, uh, I would have gone with him, but, ye sure. As if I'd even give an inch of leeway to someone who could potentially be more powerful than me. And uncontrollable. And also because I know who you are. Like you listen to my broadcast? <laughs> Not quite, but I did say that I recognized you from somewhere else. Only when you revealed you were from the future, I put two and two together. You go by Slush Dog, but I do believe that your real name is Timothy. Yeah. And uh, when you were much younger, you went through a bit of a traumatic experience that your father had to come and save you. Perhaps he told you of this experience. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> How the chips just land right in my pocket. 
Now I have the son of the man who's probably out to find and kill me, who happens to be a good friend of one of my most dangerous and formidable enemies. This couldn't have worked out better if I had planned it. Or perhaps I did. I'll leave you guessing. Unfortunately, that means, or you should understand, that I cannot just let you go. Uh, whether or not your coming here was an accident or on purpose, you realize this, I hope. I mean, like, honestly, I'm having a whole hell of a lot of, like, great sleep. I mean, it's weird. I mean, it makes sense to me just because, like, I know that I'm Timothy and I know that something happened to my dad. So, of course, somebody that's in my head right now would know that, too, because it's information that I know. Nobody actually knows that that's a thing. But, like, you seem cool. I mean, your character that I vibe out with for a little bit. I mean, that was... I... Uh, Gorg, please send security to the interview room. We have to prep someone for the uh, hypnosis chamber. Thank you. Oh my god, you're really strong. Do you work out? Holy there's no way that you have this much arm strength. Dude, I'm like 180. That's awesome. Gorg, you are like... <laughs> Congratulations, slush dog. Welcome to the Nine Tails Syndicate. I have everything taken care of. Self-destruction initiated. to the Nine Tails Syndicate podcast, created, produced, and directed by me, the Fox and the Fedora, and copyrighted by me, the Fox and the Fedora. Special thanks to our guests tonight, Baron Von Derg as Glendrick, and Slush Dog as Slush Dog. If you could please give us a five-star rating or thumbs up, depending on which platform you're listening to this on, we'd greatly appreciate it as it helps the show grow. Catch more of our guests and me, the Fox and the Fedora, on twitch.tv. For more information, including links to the Fox and the Fedora merch store, please check out our official Twitter page at nine, that's the number nine, not spelled out, at nine, Hills Podcast. 